What is up, fellow Constant Networkers? We have a new episode coming to you today featuring the amazingly talented Joshua Roberts of Benita Labs. Now, what Joshua does over at Benita Labs is he helps companies increase revenue and profit by developing marketing and optimizing online sales channels. If you'd like to see how Benita Labs can help you increase revenue and profit, visit BenitaLabs.com and schedule a free consultation. Now that just glazes over what Joshua actually does. He helps companies that sell product, let's say it's shoes, t-shirts, kitchen utensils, whatever you can think of, he helps people establish channels within certain online sales websites like Walmart, Jet.com, Wayfair, and most importantly, Amazon. He is a guru when it comes to Amazon sales. So if you have products that you're looking to get onto Amazon, he is the guy to talk to you about developing a strategy, implementing the proper sales channels is very important for anybody who carries products that they sell online. Amazon obviously is king, but there are other sales channels Josh is familiar with, not just Amazon, that you can actually help or he can actually help increase your bottom line. Now, I say that because I come from an e-commerce background. I have actually ran and owned two e-commerce companies, and I understand the importance of making sure you have the right person in charge for doing what can be done on these websites. Yes, you can do it yourself, but it's extremely, extremely difficult, and you will never learn enough over time. The reason why is because things are constantly changing daily, within Amazon, within Facebook, within Walmart. So you want to have a professional that specializes full-time in those sectors help you with implementing sales. So without further ado, I bring you Joshua Roberts of Bonita Labs. Enjoy. So Joshua Roberts with Bonita Labs, and Joshua specializes in kind of helping people build an online presence through website through selling uh, through websites like Amazon, their own personal websites. Uh, So he's kind of a man of many talents when it comes to businesses that need a service that has something to do with e-commerce or websites. So Joshua, let's let's just kind of start off kind of where your specialties are. uh, What's like a perfect, you know, client for you if you have one and, and kind of just we'll build it off of that. Sure. So I help uh, businesses sell their products or services online. I'm more specialized in helping uh, businesses sell products, uh, durable goods, and and uh, um, all different sorts of things: food, uh, sporting goods, um, jet skis, anything. <laughs> but um, I can also help people sell services such as landscaping companies. Um, you know. Um, whatever services that you sell. Okay. So, I mean, it's, um, it's pretty cool because I'm, I come from that industry. So I've, I've worked on, uh, e-commerce websites. I've used like Shopify, Amazon. Uh, I love Shopify to death. I think it's one of the best platforms you can use for somebody that is a novice at doing it, that wants to do it themselves. It kind of allows you to kind of do plug and play. So it makes it a little bit more easier for those people. And obviously you can hire Shopify specialists to come in and just do it for you. And then obviously there's just many other platforms. There's Magento and uh, things like that. But then also you you do help with Amazon. And I think Amazon's a good kind of 
key uh, factor to talk about because Amazon's tough. Um, a lot of people think it's can it can be easy just because you load things in, but you have to understand how Amazon works, how the algorithms work, how everything's structured with Amazon. So can you kind of give a little bit more detail of, you know, um, kind of where people are at with Amazon? I know that with the coronavirus, um, I've heard that there's they're throttling sellers right now because they're trying to get all essentials uh, back in the stock. So they're trying to you know, keep sellers from shipping directly to their warehouses while they try to replenish all these essential stocks. Um, I know that's one thing that's being affected right now because of the pandemic, but um, you know, you, you were just talking to me before we started about how you have a customer that is looking to sell on Amazon. And I think that's probably um, a good one for a lot of people because Amazon is where everybody sells everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, with the whole whole COVID-19, a lot of people um, aren't able to ship their items into Amazon. Amazon's really restricted sellers from sending anything into the warehouses. But at that same time, they are still able to fulfill from their own businesses. So even though you're, you can't send the products into the warehouses, you can still sell them on Amazon. Yep. And so, yeah, so it's not like you're not going to be able to buy anything but health goods and all that sort of thing. Um, you can still buy anything as long as the person is able to ship the product to you. So, um, yeah, there is that. And so there's, there's different strategies to, uh, you know, fulfilling yourself or having Amazon fulfill, but it's still possible to fulfill yourself. Um, but yeah, I definitely specialize in Amazon with helping people sell products. Um, you know, there's there's a whole lot to it. It's not just simply putting uh, one picture up and putting a short little description and people will find your product and they'll buy it and you're going to make millions. There's a whole, whole lot more to it. You know, you, you definitely have to research keywords. You definitely have to have good photos, um, have good copy. Um and then you have to advertise and market your product. You know, just because you have a great listing doesn't mean that people will find it. I mean, they may, but you can definitely um, help people find it a whole lot faster by advertising, marketing, and that sort of thing. So there's a lot to it. And uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, it they do it themselves. And then they're like, oh, I, I haven't sold anything. But it's because they don't know what they're doing a lot of times. So, yeah, no, I think that's a good point. And, and the funny part is, is you're talking about Amazon, but that kind of what you just said encompasses selling on Google. It also encompasses selling on Facebook. So, I mean, it's, they all kind of work in similar ways. They have their own niche, but they kind of operate the same way. And I think when you say copy, um, a lot of people don't understand that, like what you put in the description of the product or whatever it is that you write into the product placement, it's very important to make sure that you do it right. Otherwise, you're not going to get picked up and seen a lot. So that's a very important thing that I think a lot of people don't realize. They think that oh, I can put this picture here and I can just write this write this description and I'm good. But it's, it's how it's written and what it says that actually makes a, a big difference. Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, all the different uh, websites, you know, Google, Amazon, walmart.com they all have their algorithms where they put special placement for you know um, where you put different keywords and that sort of thing so like putting on keywords into um, the title definitely gives a lot of weight to your page but um, you know 
when you start looking at the bullet points on Amazon versus Walmart, if you put the uh, bullet points, a lot of keywords into the bullet points on Amazon, um, that's not the same as Walmart. Walmart doesn't place any weight on those uh, on those uh, bullet points whatsoever. So you definitely have to know where things are and uh, have to understand how keywords are affecting your ranking. Um, you know, for people to be able to find your product. But um, yeah, you just have to know what keywords people are searching for. You have to research those different things and uh, know where to place them and and that sort of thing. So the copy is very important and it's just not writing a simple little uh, description that people have done for the last 20, 30 years and catalogs and such. There's a lot more to it uh, to try to get people to see your product, read the descriptions, and uh, really convince them to buy your product. No, that's a great point. Um, and I, I love covering stuff like this because this is this used to be like a specialty of mine with the two businesses I ran. And I love talking about e-commerce marketing and Amazon marketing because, you know, like I said a, a few minutes ago, people think it's easy. It's it's actually not. You, If you can find somebody that's a specialist in doing that, you need to hire that specialist like yourself because – you don't a lot of people don't know and to learn it takes hours upon hours upon hours of learning how this stuff works and a lot of people that are trying to start their business uh, like a startup or have a business that they're trying to integrate into amazon or into other areas to have different sales channels they don't have the time to learn all that so that's why your service makes a huge uh, difference and importance on what you can offer yeah definitely because it's something that is changing constantly it's every day I'm having to learn something new. You know, I've been doing this for over eight years, and every day I learn something new, it seems. Uh, just because people are changing policies, the algorithms change, there's always something changing. And so that's where I'm always having to stay up on top of it. And a lot of people, they're still stuck in the mindset of back in the 90s of, well, this is how it works. And it's like, no, things have changed quite a bit. <laughs> so Yeah, I, I talk uh, to people like that all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And they think what they have is great. And it's like, you're not, I can't find you, you know, on Google because you're so stuck in a different um, iteration of what the algorithm used to be. It's like, it's definitely a lot different than it used to be. Yeah, no. And, and I think you made a very important point again when it comes to the algorithms changing because they update them like on a regular basis. So, you know, a Facebook's algorithm changed at the end of last year, and it's changing. It's it, and it's changed more since then. Um, same with like all these other vendors and suppliers and websites and things like that. Because, you know, and that's why I say it's a full time job to be able to know how to do that stuff. And most companies don't or cannot provide a, a job for somebody that can do that. And that's where somebody like you, who's kind of like an independent, can come in and say, "I can do it for you." and you know and handle it and it's 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 run perfectly you know yeah definitely i could be that guy that comes in and runs it for them and they don't ever have to think about it you know i can take it off their hands and help them bring in more revenue and uh help bring them more profit that they didn't realize that they could before so um yeah i can help their brands grow um more people will know about who they are what they do um, and what they sell. And um, I could definitely explain their influence and revenue and all that sort of thing. 
No, it's very important, especially in today's world. And let's be honest, because of COVID-19, you know, kind of your services are are probably going to be needed a little bit more than normal. Uh, so it's a great opportunity for you and also an opportunity for a business owner that really needs to get out there because of all the social distancing and everybody converting over to doing everything online right now. It's a huge opportunity for you to help others while that, you know, and in, in, in it's providing a great service. Well, yeah, definitely. A lot of people right now are not selling in their own stores because they can't open their stores in a lot of different communities and whatnot, or they don't want to go out and um, meet the customers because they don't want to get coronavirus, or if they have coronavirus, they don't want to pass it on to the next person. But I could definitely help them with, um, you know, putting up a website and selling their products or advertising their services where at least they could still get people interested in what they sell or what they do and um you know really help them with uh that's part of the business and so it's like they never stopped selling they never stopped working to uh get their business out there and get more people to want to buy their services or products yeah and and also one thing that i've i've actually i've helped people in the past just by giving suggestions and uh, because of my experience and the certifications i used to have i didn't keep up on them i used to be google certified and facebook certified i'm still facebook certified but I don't really mess with it, but one thing that I used to always tell people when it came to selling on Amazon or any of these other, you know, uh, platforms is it doesn't happen overnight. So it's not like you can walk in, put everything up and then and flip the switch and turn it all on and it just starts selling. It takes time through their algorithms to start getting noticed. So if you're in a position right now where you need this, you need to do it now because a month from now or three weeks or two weeks from now is really where you're going to start seeing that benefit. That first week or two, it, it takes time. And and yeah, you can do certain things to kind of massage it to boost it. But at the same time, you have to give a certain amount of time before it really starts finding its success in what you're doing. And that's why that's important that if you are in that position right now, do it now. Don't wait. You're right. Because it's I tell a lot of manufacturers that want to sell on Amazon, especially it's like, if you're not getting on Amazon, selling your products, some other company is ranking up and they're getting their products found and sold and they're making it harder for you every day to get to the number one spot because it's like, there's several different things that account for the algorithm for Amazon to put you up front. They look at the reviews. They look at how much your product is being sold. And it's like, if you want to jumpstart to the front, it's like, man, you got to spend a lot of money on advertising and a lot of marketing, this, that, and the other. And it's just like for reviews, reviews take a lot of time to build. And yep. so, um, you know, if, if you're not getting these reviews and somebody's been in this for 10 years and they have over 10,000 reviews and you have three, people are going to be like, wow, I'd rather test this uh, one product that has 10,000 reviews and this guy that has three, 10, 20, 50, you know, cause at least this guy's got thousands of reviews. This guy has just a many, a few. And who didn't say that that guy didn't, you know, pay a bunch of people to, um, put fake reviews up and such. Cause that's what's happened in the last five years. You know, there's yeah. been a lot of people that have put up thousands of fake reviews and, it, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of yeah. people have become skeptical of Amazon and the review system because of that. Yeah, no, it's huge. Uh, I, I know it from personal experiences, seeing how the people doing that. And, you know, I, I, it used to be an old dirty trick in, in, in order to get your, you know, your product boosted on Amazon. So I've, I've worked, I, one company I worked at, they did that and, you know, it worked. And then eventually, obviously, you got enough of actual reviews to where it kind of 
you know, made the old, the, the fake ones go away, but you, you got away with it because now they crack down really hard on those things. And also, I mean, like you had said, there's, there's certain factors. It's not just putting up good keywords, having a great photo and having more than one photo. There's your response time, the questions, there's how many reviews do you have? Uh, do you answer reviews? Do you, do you say thank you for reviews or anything like that? And then also, you know, uh, you know, how, how, how quickly do you resolve disputes or refunds or things like that? Like, that's a ra- that's a whole rating system that not a lot of people are aware of, and you're not going to learn this thing in 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 a week. It's going to take you a year at least to learn how the, all this works. Well, like I said, it's always a new learning thing where there's always yeah. new features coming out and a lot of new policies, this, that, and the other coming out, and uh, it's a lot to keep up with. Uh, even for myself, who's in this every day, it's like. Uh, it's embarrassing when somebody's like, didn't you hear about this? It's like, no. <laughs> and, um, and then you feel embarrassed, you know, but, um, it happens it's always changing. You, you have to, you have to be on top of it every day. No, it happens. Cause they'll update it at two o'clock in the afternoon. And what, three, three hours later, they'll make another update and you're like, oh crap, I didn't see that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a, it's an evolving market basically that never stops evolving as, as trends change. So, I think it's very important to let anybody who's listening to the podcast that it needs a service like what you provide. It's it's important to use somebody such as yourself rather than do it yourself. You you can be successful. I'm not saying that you, you won't be, but your chances of success are far limited if you do it that way versus if you find a specialist like Joshua here that can do it. Totally so, agree. Yeah. And then the cool thing is I met Joshua through networking. And uh, let's talk about that really quick before we go back to kind of business and we'll get into other things. I met you through Warm Introduction Networking, which is Shane Bailey's event, which I I belong as a I'm a part of the board, I guess you'd say. And I I help promote it um, and have a lot of fun because my job when I go into those events is to not help myself. It's more to take whoever I'm talking to, find out a little bit more, get to know them. And then say, hey, who in here do I can I connect you with that's going to help you? And I'm kind of like the pusher. I move you over there and say, hey, talk to this person. This is such and such. You guys should talk. And I kind of leave and let you guys build a relationship and, and get to know each other. Uh, that Was that your first uh, networking kind of social that you went to? Or one of the, you know, how often are you getting out and doing those? Well, I haven't done it for several years. Um, but I just you know came back to southwest florida and um that was one of the first events that i went to and yeah you definitely you asked me hey who can i introduce you to who can i uh, you know point you to and you did that you know i said well this is what i do and you were like well hey go talk to this person go talk to that person and it really created a lot of goodwill uh for me towards you like man i gotta help this guy out now yeah you know, <laughs> you know so you helped me now man i gotta help you out you know because you'll help me out some more possibly, you know? So yeah. I was very thankful for that. And, um, yeah, if I could ever help you out, I'm definitely going to, you know, so I'm, I'm going to put you before anybody else. That well, that's I mean, what you do. In, in, in doing networking, I, I, I think I said it to you while, when we first met as well. And I tell everybody, if you start networking with a purpose of only helping yourself, your, your success will come slowly, if not never, but if you look at networking as a way to help others, so my job is to walk in and help others, not satisfy any need that I have, 
you're going to actually get more that way than if you do it the self. I always say the selfish way where it's just about me um, finding business. So I, I think it helps. And and I learned that from Shane. I've learned that from Al Wagner. I've learned that from a few people that I consider kind of mentors and friends that I've learned over the years through net networking that that's the best way to do it. That, that, that appreciation to helping others is more important than helping yourself when it comes to networking. And you're, and the one thing I said, uh, the one thing that I noticed when I first met you and you've, you've even just admitted it as well is you're introverted. So for you to try to walk up and start talking to people, it's a little harder than, you know, some other people. So you kind of, you might need that little bit of push so you can open up and then you, you, and then you start talking and it's amazing how once you start, you start enjoying it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's almost kind of like the whole algorithm kind of thing where it's just, um, you know, for me in networking, it's just trying to figure out how I can maximize my time with these people. And um, as somebody else said, it's kind of like building relationships. And so to me, it's to build a relationship. But at the same time, I'm also there to um, like get myself out there. Hey, this is what I do. And hopefully, um, you know, somebody can recommend me to somebody else or I can uh, sell my service to them or, or something like that. But, um, you know, it's not just, uh, Hey, I'm here for me. It's like, um, you know, to me, it's, it's building relationships and, um, where they're comfortable with you and they could definitely recommend that, Hey, this is a good guy. This is an ethical guy, you know, make it where, um, you know, it's just people are more comfortable with you. And they trust you more and that sort of thing. Because when you sell a service, it's like, how do, how can I trust you over somebody else kind of thing? Yeah. And so uh, there's plenty of people that say they can do what you do. But, um, you know, sometimes you can see right through them that they don't. <laughs> yeah, no, but, 100%, 100%. I mean, the perfect example is there's a thousand plumbers out there. How do I know that you're the best plumber or that you're the one I should be doing business with? It's not, mm-hmm. you know, you and a thousand other guys do the same stuff. What makes you different type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's where that that bonding happens, that relationship building. And and I and I think it's very important to understand that you should do business with people that you know you know like and trust. But really, most importantly, that you have built at least somewhat of a relationship with. Don't just go in, you know, blind and say I'm just going to hire this person and that's it. You need to get to know the person, how they work, and you know, see them for who they are. Yeah. Get that trust, that rapport, yeah. and uh, definitely benefit. Now you're uh, you moved here. Where'd you come from? Well, I mean, I grew up in Southwest Florida. I was born in Naples Community Hospital, and I lived in Bonita most of my life, and um, just in Southwest Florida just for a bit. But um, you know, I like to travel, and so um, you know, maybe get back out in the road and and see more of America. But that's kind of like what I like about what I do is that um, I could travel anywhere and still work in my profession. And I actually have a lot of clients all over the United States and most of my clients I've never even met in person. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah. Most clients, you know, I've had clients in the United Kingdom. I've had clients in Australia. Uh, I've had clients in California, um, in Sarasota, Tampa, uh, they're everywhere. And so, um, I always said one day, well, maybe one day I'll just travel around and meet them. <laughs> Uh, just because it's like I've never met them in person. It's all over the phone or yeah. all over email. So that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's pretty. Where were you living at before you moved back down? Uh, I was living up in Panama City Beach. Okay. I uh, lived right, right across the street from the beach. It was nice. And um, uh, they have very beautiful water up there, nice and clear. And so um, they call it the Emerald Coast because it's green, green water. So it's really pretty. Yeah, it's better than the Fort Myers Beach uh, green water because it's a different shade of green. Uh, um, so, I, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's green. but yeah, um, it's, it's more of a brackish color. It's... Uh, I don't want to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the beach, uh, Fort Myers Beach, so I, I, I'll be the first to admit it. I like going there, but I'm, as far as getting in the water, it's not really a thing that I, I, I enjoy. But I do like going down there and hanging out, and you know, occasionally you got to go out and party. Uh, and down there is pretty fun sometimes. Uh, so you know, I don't have. I'll be the first person to hate on it if I if I need to. Uh, but it is fun. <laughs> Southwest Florida is great. I mean, there's just a, it's a great community. Uh, Naples is a great community. I live in Cape Coral and I travel between Cape Coral and Naples up to Port Charlotte and Sarasota for what I do, but it's a great community. And, and I think really the most important part of doing all this is to try to help everybody promote themselves, you know, give everybody a platform to promote themselves so that people can listen to, because with the social distancing, um, you know, you're, you're at home, maybe you want to listen to something or watch something, or, you know, you're driving because you have a job that requires you just, you know, you're still working and you, but you also want to be able to, you know, see what's all what else is going on, how people are, are being affected by this. And you were saying over the, uh, before we started that it's a little bit of effect for you uh, because of what's going on. Um, you know, what do you, what are you seeing in your world out there right now? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that are concerned um, because the economy is slowing down with all of this, and so a lot of people are really concerned with. Uh, man, I don't want to spend a lot of money towards advertising or marketing or towards building new websites or whatnot because of, uh, you know, they don't want to spend that capital because they're scared of um, the economy going down and they just don't want to put any more money into growing into new areas. But there's a lot of companies that are, are that do want to grow. And there are a lot of companies that do want to um, they're looking for new ways to make money because they're scared of, um, you know, their current channels going down. So they want to expand and see where they can make more money. So there's there's different companies that are doing the different things. Um, you know, there's some companies that are more recession proof than others. And so um, those companies may be more open to this. But um, some companies like toy companies, they're they're more scared, you know, um, uh, when people have uh, a lot less money to spend, they uh, they cut down on things that they don't need. Um, but hopefully, with Trump's stimulus package, and um, you know, hopefully, with uh, finding a cure soon or social distancing working, and people can get back to work, then hopefully the economy will bounce right back, and and all will be back to normal. But with that, a lot of people may start uh, expanding more to e-commerce. Because they see that, hey, this brick and mortar stores, they're not doing so great. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's also a good thing for e-commerce because people are seeing that, wow, I could buy groceries online. Yeah. You know, I can buy delivered. all this other. Yeah. I don't have to go out. You know, I could stay at home and have it delivered to me and yeah. uh, have Whole Foods come to my house or have Amazon delivered to my house. And, yeah. and uh, even some of these other services that they deliver straight to your house from the local grocery store. So. I think it's a good thing for e-commerce um, for the long term. It may hurt in the sh- hurt in the short term, but I think for the long term, it's going to be good. 
Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I, I actually have a couple listings that are e-commerce companies, and uh, they're obviously a feeling a small effect, but not as much as some of the brick and mortar businesses or the businesses that are more local, uh, because of the fact that they have this opportunity to sell nation one nationwide, but. Why too? But too, like you had said, I can get it. I can just buy it and get it shipped to my house, and not have to worry about it. I don't have to go out and get these things. So there's a huge opportunity. I think you're right. E-commerce is the best industry right now, and it could. You could be in any industry. You could be in lawn service and offer, you know, a product through. You know, you could sell a product that you've invented or whatever, uh, and and sell it to Amazon and find small success to help you continue the business. Um, and and take less of a hit or whatever the case may be. So it's a huge opportunity. And and let's be let's be honest. Also, having you know, there's companies that are going to that are going to dial down their marketing expenses because of what's going on. But if you have solid copy and you have everything set up the correct way, you may still be seen organically, uh, or have a better chance of being seen organically than if you didn't do it the right way. So it's also important to make sure that. Your organic traffic stays uh, with a pretty good flow, especially if you're done. If you're going to dial back on the marketing side, uh, you want to make sure that those things are are still in a good spot. Oh, definitely. And it's still, you can grow into uh, different marketplaces, and you can get your product more seen into new places, and start testing those things out. So it's like even though you may be slowing down on Amazon, you could start full, you know, putting more concentration into some other marketplaces. And uh, trying to grow there uh, organically, but also maybe looking to when things start ramping up um, into, you know, getting some paid searches going and whatnot. But, um, yeah, you know, you never want to stop with e-commerce. You never want to stop trying to improve and make things better because if if you're not, somebody else is, you know. So it's definitely something that you want to stay on top of because as time goes on, things are getting harder and more expensive, not easier. So um, it's definitely smart to get on board as soon as possible instead of waiting. So, yeah, it's very it's very important, especially with what's going on right now in the world. the uh, The other thing I wanted to ask you is, obviously, there's Amazon, and let's let's be honest, Amazon stock is going to go through the roof right now, and that's where everybody's buying stuff. Like they're like they're they they're owning e commerce, uh, you know, sales right now, but. What other platforms, you know, and obviously this also depends on what you're trying to sell, but what other platforms are good platforms outside of Amazon? Well, it really depends on what you sell. I mean, it's like I was helping a luxury brand and uh, I definitely did not recommend Walmart or (laughs) or Overstock because it would hurt their brand reputation. But, you know, for a company that sells rugs, I would say, you know, definitely Wayfair and Overstock because those are big furniture websites. Um, you know, I have sold skincare, uh, on Amazon and on Walmart and, you know, for certain products, certain things would sell better on Amazon and on Walmart, different things would sell better on Walmart. You know, there's different audiences for all these different websites. Uh, so you definitely want to find out where your audience is at and how it would most help your brand reputation and then try to sell it on those marketplaces. It doesn't make sense to sell in every marketplace, but you know, it's just finding the right ones that fit your brand and what you sell. Um, so that's something that you have to do a little bit of research. And I could definitely help you with that, seeing where is best to sell your product. Um, you know, see where your competitors are at and see how much they're selling and see if it makes sense for you. Yeah, no, there's 
a ton of different websites out there uh, or marketplaces that you can sell through that's outside of the Amazon scope. Uh, you know, like you had said, Wayfair, Zulily is really good, especially for the uh, female demographic. Zulily is taking off, uh, especially in the Midwest from what I've been hearing. I used it for a previous business business I um, I had and I did very well with it. And I and and at the time it was free. So I, didn't, I don't know if it's changed because I haven't, I haven't messed with Zulily in a while, but you can list everything for free. You don't have to pay to be uh, – and they'll push you to the front of page for free at the time as long as uh, – and it's the way that they sell, which was kind of neat because they don't just show you full time. They basically do like one week of you showing up on the website to sell and then they take you off for a couple weeks and they put you back on. It was kind of a neat experience for what I was selling, which was a mattress. But um, – you know they're pretty cool. Wayfair is very cool. Overstock's cool. I I I think you're 100 right. One because you're an expert, you know more than me. But two, I mean, you don't want to sell like you had said something that is not going to be respond well on Walmart because it's you know if it's a higher end product, let's be honest, Walmart's most likely not the best place. Maybe Target uh, or or whatever it is. And uh, so having a specialist like you who knows where those 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 placements should be as well as knows how to research the right way. Super, super important. Oh, most definitely. So, I mean, let, tell me a little bit about yourself besides the fact you were born in Southwest Florida, you know, uh, you know, let's, let's let people get to know Joshua, you know, on a, on a personal level. Uh, you're, you know, you, where'd you, did you go to college? Did you, are you somebody that just learned the skill over time? You know, what, what, tell me a little bit about you. Well, I went to college in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at a university called Tennessee Temple University. I think they've closed since, but I got a finance degree. I um, lived in Chattanooga for seven years, moved back down to Southwest Florida, um, you know, started working for a tennis store uh, as a brick and mortar, but I helped them get online and start selling over thousands of items, over like 3,000 items online. And... Um, but then I started moving around the state, uh, looking at different companies to work for, working for manufacturers, wholesalers, um, you know, different resellers. And then uh, I started my own business and I've coached clients. I've done a lot of consulting. I've helped people build stores and build their businesses online. Um, you know, I've, I'm constantly learning, constantly trying to help people. Um, but yeah, um, I like to travel. I like to go to the beach. Um, I like to um, do all kinds of things. My wife made me love going to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Disney. And so, yeah. And so uh, she's a big uh, fan of Disney. And so am I, I guess. I have to say <laughs> that. Um, no, I like to go. I like to go. It's fun to go. It's good to see all the different things. Uh, you... Disney is definitely a place that they they... They take care of the people that come there, you know, yeah. so yeah. they want to make everybody happy and have a great time. That's the great thing about Disney. Yeah, that's, that's too funny. And you don't have any children yet? No, no children. No? Oh, man, you're going to enjoy Disney even more when you have kids. Like, yeah. I love Disney. <laughs> I, I, I'm like a I'm like a big giant kid when I go to Disney. And then when I have my kids, like the, to, to, to enjoy it on a personal level was great because it's the same enjoyment, whether I had kids or not, but to watch your children like just get super excited because goofy comes up and gives them a hug or whatever it is. They, they, just to see their eyes light up 
is a special moment. So when you have that, when you have kids, you're it's gonna you'll appreciate Disney a lot more when you when you have kids. And I'm sure you've probably heard that more, uh, heard that before. But it's it's pretty fun. Um, I like Universal. You know, I'm a sci-fi guy, so like anything, it's science fiction. I'm all totally into. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hooked on certain shows and I do binge watch television on occasion, even though I probably shouldn't. And obviously right now you, there's a lot of binge watching going on around the world. Uh, so no, it's, it's pretty cool to, to understand kind of where you're, where you're, where you're at. And, and, and like I said, getting to know you a little bit more, I've, I've gotten to know you a little outside obviously this, you, you provide a great service. You're also a great person because, you're just wanting to help people. Um, and, and that's, you know, and you have a skill set that a lot of people don't have that a lot of people will need. And you were saying that, you know, you were doing different jobs and then you started your own business. Where was that aha moment? Like, Oh my God, I can just do this myself. Well, it was just that I saw a need that, you know, there are a lot of agencies and digital agencies and whatnot that help people with advertising on Google and helping them create a website and such. But, there weren't a whole lot of people that were helping them get onto different marketplaces. And there weren't a lot of people that really knew how to sell e-commerce. Like they would help, you know, a lot of service businesses sell, you know, uh, help a lot of landscapers sell their service online or help a lot of doctor's offices sell their services online. But a lot of agencies never really knew how to help people to sell products. And so it's just for me, it was just, um, Hey, I see an opportunity here that, not a lot of other people provide. And so that's when I started uh, my own business and I started reaching out to different people and, and started helping them um, sell everything from baby blankets to solar panels, to luxury mattresses, to, um, you know, outdoor equipment and that sort of thing. And so, um, you know, that's what I've helped them do for years. So, um, yeah. when did you start the business? Uh, I started it back in 2015. Um, okay. You know, I've mostly had it as a part-time kind of thing, helping people here and there. Um, but I'm opening it back up again and trying to get more clients and and uh, trying to grow that side of the business. Um, but yeah, I um, I like what I do. I like that there's always something new. I like that yeah. there's uh, uh, always something to learn and such. It just it just keeps everything new and fresh and and different. It's not just doing the same thing over and over and over. And that's what I like about it. Now I wish I would have I wish I would have met you when I was doing the luxury mattress thing. That would have helped oh, me tremendously, man. you know. Uh, oh, definitely could have helped. Oh, I know. And it, it, it's funny part. The funny part is I I went to a previous company that I used at the uh, a different uh, marketing agency that I used at a at the 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 e-commerce website I ran before. And got this song and dance. Oh yeah, we've helped a couple of these these you know online mattress stores, and it was just one mattress, and it was uh it was kind of designed similar to kind of how Casper works. It where you it's vacuum sealed, it's rolled up, it comes in a box, and you just open it up, pull the package apart, and then expands because it's all foam. It's all foam. Mm-hmm. But we did something better. We added you know certain materials in there to help you stay cooler, uh, help you rejuvenate by using bioceramic fibers, which help actually provide UV regeneration within the muscles so you're less inflammation. It was a, it was a healthier mattress. It was a better-looking mattress. It was way more comfortable than uh, those big brands that you see that offer the same style mattress as far as like that, you know, pull out the box, open it up, uh, and way more comfortable because I've, I we, we tested, we product tested a couple of the competitors, and, man, I hated them. <laughs> I was like, these yeah. are terrible mattresses. Like, yeah. who – 
How are they? And then you find out that their return rates were over 50% or almost 50%. That's how bad. And they were just, because they were making so much money, they were just pumping money and they didn't even care about the returns, you know? Um, And it's funny because I sold a a fair number of mattresses and I had one return. And the only return I had was because uh, it didn't actually fit inside of the style of bed that the lady had. It it was never a comfort issue. So that was, it made me feel great. But then, uh, a couple other things happened. The supplier that I used uh, was overseas in, in Europe. The great thing about it was we we talked about how it was designed. I designed it, but it was made in in, in Germany, which means it was better quality product production and things like that. And unfortunately, the fact that that side you know had to close uh, that division that I was working within, and it sucked. But um, had a lot of fun. It was a passion project of mine, and I sold on Amazon and. Uh, because of my experience, I was using that. And I use Shopify as well. Like I said, Shopify is great for people that want something that kind of can do some things for you, but you still have to run it. it makes it a little easier. But Amazon, I had a crash course on how that worked because I previously ran a business that that used it a lot. And man, it was a pain in the butt. And you had to stay up top of it every day. And that's why I say, like you know, I'm talking with you that people need to understand that you need a specialist. Um, you know, if you're selling one or two products, okay, you might be able to do it yourself. But if you're somebody that offers 20 products, specialist is very, very important. And, or 20 products or more. I mean, there's, it depends on how many SKUs you have. But having a specialist is more important than anything in the world. You're, you're worth your weight in gold, you know, in, in that industry. Well, yeah, it's just like people have to find your product. And then when they get to your product page, they have to be convinced to buy your product. You know, yeah. so it's just like I, I definitely help people find your product and I help them with uh, being convinced once they come to your product page to help to convince them to buy your product you know so it's just like on websites they have like a three percent conversion rate you know for every hundred people three people convert but on Amazon you know there is a whole lot higher conversion rate usually it's between like 10 to 15 and I've seen it all the way up to 20 25 percent conversion rate so it's like for every hundred people that come to your page there's 20 people that buy your product and it's just insane how much higher it is on Amazon than it is your own website. Yeah. And so a lot of people, when they first come to me, they're like, well, should I start a Shopify site or should I start selling on Amazon? I'm like, you definitely need to start selling on Amazon. And, um, so get people there and then we go start selling on websites and, and Walmart and different things like that. But I think people definitely need to have their stuff on Amazon first because it, it is so much easier to sell. And and I, I've told people, if you can't sell on Amazon, you can't sell anywhere. <laughs> no, that's true. That's very true. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, you have to have it set up properly. And that's very important. Uh, and yeah, then, you definitely do. You definitely would you, do. Would you recommend somebody that is going to... So I hire you for uh, your services, and I want to sell on Amazon. Do you still recommend having a website just so they have a place to go look to verify that you're a legit company? Not necessarily an extravagant website, but like a website with like just a little bit of one, like a one page thing. And it just says like, you know, buy on Amazon or whatever. Do you recommend that? Or would you say don't even worry about the website to start with? Well, I always recommend people to have a website because it helps authenticate your brand more. Because it's like there's tons of brands on Amazon that are just Chinese companies or they're companies that are you know just a guy has in his garage you know and he has his own brand but it's not really a real brand kind of thing so to me it's almost like an authentication kind of thing yeah. where it, it helps show that you're more a legitimate business and um and that sort of thing yeah one page at least 
but yeah. I definitely recommend it at a time uh, to start building it out and start building out product pages and or pages with your services and things like that. Because, uh, yeah, I need to build out all the SEO and, and try to get as many people to come to your website organically as possible. Yeah, good SEO so. is important. It's very important as far as websites. Do you mess with any of that? Or do you offer any type of service with websites like SEO uh, and things like that? Yeah, I can definitely help you with SEO and help selling on your website. Um, you know, I can help with uh, SEO with with uh, the meta descriptions and, and all the keywords and backlinks and things like that. Uh, but I can also help you with advertising on Google AdWords and, uh, and all the other different uh, search engines and and uh, I can help you with social media. I can help you with email marketing. I can help you with a whole gamut of, of things. So um, yeah, I'd be happy to take a look at anybody's business and see how I can help. And you offer a free consultation, obviously, I'm going to assume. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very important. That's the thing though. Like, and, and I want to stress upon the people that are listening. Like if you sell a product off of a website or off of a uh, Amazon or off of a different platform, you need somebody like Joshua because he's a specialist in this industry, in the, in in this in it in in this field. And you may have somebody that knows a little bit, but you want to know somebody that knows a lot and can help you uh, in in providing a service that's going to be beneficial. Uh, I I I love talking about e-commerce just because I'm so familiar with it. So this is a great conversation for me because. I think it's I, I just don't think in people I don't think enough people understand how important it is. It really is super important to make sure that you have the proper setup. And if you don't know how to do it, hire somebody to do it because the right person doing it is going to increase your ROI substantially better than you trying to do it yourself and you're just learning it. You know. Oh, definitely. Because it's like uh, if you don't have good copy, good pictures, good this, good that. When people come to your site, no matter how great your product is, if it looks, if it doesn't look appealing, people are going to click off your site so fast, you know? And so it's just like, you definitely need to, um, it doesn't matter if you're bringing a million people to your website. If you have a conversion rate of less than, you know, a tenth of a percent, it's like, man, that's just a huge waste, a huge waste of getting people to your site because it costs time and money to get people to come to your site. And so it's definitely important to put the right keywords, have the right photos, have the right look of the site and that sort of thing. So it's very important. Very, very important. Yeah. And the other thing is the language of how, you know, um, uh, you know uh, paid search works and, and knowing the language and the, and the lingo and the abbreviations and all those things that's super important because you need to understand what a click-through rate is you also need to understand what roi is most people know that or roa or roas you know um so it's very important to understand not only those terms but also know that which ones are more important because i think from my from my experience with selling fitness equipment to selling the mattress you know my click-through rate would would be different on both but i'd be i'd find more success on one, even though they were a little different, or, you know, you may look at, um, what is it? Bounce rate may be more important for fitness equipment than it is for mattresses or whatever the different, you know, uh, analytics that you have to look at. It's all different. And that's why the specialist makes a huge difference because you're going to look at it and go, okay, in your industry, this is kind of the three, the things that I'm going to be paying attention to that are the most important factors. Don't worry about this one. 
But if you went over to a guy that sold something completely different, he may need to worry about that piece, you know? Yeah, it definitely depends on what your goal is for the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, are you just trying to bring more information to people or are you really trying to sell that product online? Yeah. And uh, yeah, different things can tell you a whole lot about your website and how you can, you know, definitely try to improve it and make it better for the consumer where they are more apt to want to stay on your website and and buy your product or, or research your services more. So, yeah, it's definitely important to know the statistics or, you know, statistics, the, the lingo um, and and what things are, because you definitely need to put a plan on, a plan in place to know what you want to do and how you're going to do it. So, yeah, marketing plans huge. You got to you got to start a marketing plan before you even start trying to do the marketing because you got to know where you're going. Uh, so that's super important. Uh, all right. So let's get more personal. What shows are you watching? Are you binge watching stuff, too? Oh, goodness. Um, I was watching. What was I watching? Um, Did you watch Tiger King yet? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. Watching- is it good? It's it is just hilarious. Like it's a documentary about these these big cat um, people that have like uh, sanctuaries for big cats in the U.S. and you know use them as like a zoo or you know basically let people. It is hilarious. It's it's a I, I can't say it on the podcast, but it's a crap show basically. But it's hilarious to watch. Uh, mm. So. But it's, I'm not a huge documentary person, so I watch stuff like that, like just if, if if I find it interesting. But I do watch like shows, like Ozark just released season three. That's an amazing show, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you? My, my one that my wife and I watch a lot is America's Got Talent. Uh, I love that but show. I like a lot of sci. I like a lot of sci-fi stuff. Um, I was watching. Expanse. Uh, Marvels. Yeah, I like The Expanse. Uh, I just started watching Clo- Cloak and Dagger. Uh, is that good? I like some. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Okay. And then I started watching uh, the three, the Musketeers, not the Three Musketeers, the Musketeers. I thought that was kind of cool with the uh, old style of things and whatnot. But uh, oh, I didn't know about that. Started yeah. watching that a little bit, and so that was interesting. But I'm still in the first episode, so don't judge me if it's really no, bad. Yeah. But... <laughs> now, my my girlfriend and I got a, our, our uh, just finished season three. I think it's season three of uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The uh, that's a pretty cool show. It's a great show to watch as a couple. It's it's funny as hell too. Um, I watched Ozark season one and two. She hasn't watched Westworld. I, I think we we like wa- watching Westworld, even though I haven't watched season two yet, and I'm, I feel ashamed. But uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. I've been wanting to watch you know. that one myself. Yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Everybody watched that. The, the funny part is with Game of Thrones, I didn't watch that until season six. So like I literally never watched an episode and then everybody just wouldn't shut up about it. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll watch the, I'll see if I can get through the season, the first season. And then I binged, I literally from, I think it was, I think it was episode three of season six that uh, until the final episode of season six, I binge watched the whole entire uh, five seasons and then caught up enough to watch the uh, final, the final episode of season six live. Like I binge watched it like ridiculously and i i felt like the dumbest person in the world after i did it i was like i can't believe i spent two weeks or three weeks watching five seasons of a show almost six you know that fast but i I just couldn't put it down and and i fell in love with the show 
Uh, this last season, eh, it was all right. I didn't have an issue with it. I mean, I could have you know, obviously would have changed some things, but at the same time, eh, they did what they did. It's cool. But no, I'm, I think it's funny because of this time right now, everybody and their mother is literally sitting at home just watching TV. Do you watch The Masked Singer? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't really. I wasn't really interested in that so much. Oh, it's so much fun. It's a tradition in my house. Every Wednesday, I have my I have my kids with me, so my kids are with me on Wednesdays. I, mean, I started watching you the know. first episode. It just seems so crazy, like so. It is a little crazy. It's a little over the top, know. but it, yeah, over the top. Yeah. It's a little over the top, but it's fun. And I, I just it's a tradition among in my house. So I have my kids on certain days of the week. And I have my kids uh, half the time, and uh, Wednesdays is one of the days I have them. So it's like my daughter's eight, my son's five. So it's like, what's, you know, Mass Singer's on. Let's watch. So we watch it, and my girl, and we all enjoy it. We try to guess who the singers are. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. We watch America's Got Talent. Uh, I don't watch American Idol. I can't I can't get into uh, that show anymore. Nah, me either. Yeah, uh-uh. bad. Bad. Uh, but no, it's cool getting to know kind of, you know, your thing, you know, science. I, I figured you were a sci-fi guy. I mean, we, we kind of bonded on stuff like that anyway, but the expanse is awesome. Um, yep. it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, I've I never was, watched. I was a little disappointed with this last season, but it's all right. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I think they could have gone a little further with it, um, in, inside of the season, but the, the once somebody told me that if you love the expanse, and I, I, sh- I mean, you're probably gonna laugh if maybe you you've watched it. Is you shouldn't you should be watching Battlestar Galactica too. Oh, I've watched that. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. So somebody told me like you you need to watch that if you like that you need to watch that. How could you not have watched that? And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that no, was pretty good. And how long have you been married? I've been married for four years. So. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good for you. No, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. I'm not obviously I'm not married, but I might as well be. My girlfriend and I are pretty much, you know, inseparable. But it's fun, um, and it's good to have somebody there to back you up. Is she similar? And you do you guys have similar personalities? Are you guys a little different? Obviously, she likes Disney way more than you do. Yeah, yeah, no, but I grew up watching Disney. But um, of course, yeah. But yeah, no, she's um, you know opposites attract as long as yeah. you're not too opposite and. Um, um, but yeah, no, we're we're uh, we. I've I've opened her up to a lot of new things. Like um, she didn't like a lot of spicy foods, and she didn't like Thai food. She didn't like Indian food. Well, she never tried it, you know. So I like got her to try a lot of new things, and she loved it. And now she's like, you know, wanting to try everything. And I've got her to like spicy foods. Nice. Um, yeah, and so it's 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 fun to have somebody that enjoys the same things as you because then you can go expand it and or go experience the thing, same things together you know so no spicy um, food is big man like I'm, i love spicy food like you know <laughs> oh yeah well i used yeah. to hate it but then i i tried it and i started liking it but oh, it's man. good to be it's good to be with somebody a little bit opposite of you because of the fact that they can bring a lot of new things to you and you can try new things and and um you know, you learn new things and that sort of thing. But um, no, we're both introverts. Uh, I'm a little okay. bit more of an extrovert than her, but I oh, am wow. still okay. very much an introvert. <laughs> How'd you? And now you you guys met down here. You met where'd you meet? Uh, we actually met online. 
So uh, hey, I'm an e-commerce. I'm, I'm a marketing guy. I'm an e-commerce guy for Pete's sakes. No, you know, no. So. Listen, you there. You don't have to give me any any excuse for that. I met my girlfriend off Bumble, so you know. Yeah. It's it, well. It it's is what it is. Things, it's yeah. what people are doing these days. Welcome you know, to so. the new world. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I could find a lot, whole lot more information about somebody about what they like, what they don't like, that saves yeah. a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pre-screening. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It well, is. listen, man, I, I really enjoyed the conversation today. Um, it's, you know, uh, what it, what's what's kind of the best way to get a hold of you? Like, is it through your website? Is it through social media? Is it like a phone number? Or is it what, what's a good way of, if, if somebody wants to uh, need your service or know somebody that needs, what's the best way? Yeah, you could definitely uh, email me at joshua at bonitalabs.com or give me a phone call at 239-963-5281. Uh, those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. Uh, or you could go to the website, uh, bonitalabs.com, and there is a contact form that you can fill out there and send it my way, of course. So, yeah. yeah. Do you do you charge like a? I, 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 we don't have to really get too too deep into it because I know some digital some some marketing agencies charge based on what you're spending, based on a commission, based on a percentage. Are you kind of a case by case type of guy, and and, and where the need is at? I'm case by case. I Good. mean, I've had, okay. yeah, yeah. I've I've charged fees. I've charged revenue shares. I've charged um, a lot of different ways. It just depends on the company where they're yeah. at, what they're willing to do. Um, you know, some people they don't have any money. Um, some people they have plenty of money. So it just yeah. depends on that's awesome on, uh, on what people can do or what they want to do or you know if they don't have any money. Um, and I believe in the product. I'm I'm happy to work in a lot of other ways that other people aren't. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, that, so that's huge. Just depends. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah, super just huge. Depends. Just because you're willing to work with people. Because for you, it's about you're more interested in the helping side. Let me help you, and we'll figure out the other side. You know, and so. It, well, yeah. My my thing is that I believe that I don't want to work with a company that I can't help them. So it's like yeah. I, I definitely want to work with somebody that I can help. And with that, I, I want to give it my all, you know? And so yeah. it's not just to sell something to sell something that sells, you know, I'm helping them, um, you know, make more money, you know? Have you, so by that, then I get paid. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. And this is, this is just a one-off because I have a good friend. I used to be in the CBD uh, industry, the marijuana industry as well. Have you messed with any of that stuff yet? Um, I started talking to some people about it. I'm just not sure about the whole laws of it. Um, yeah. I've talked to some people that they say that you can't advertise hardly anything about the, the, yeah. the effects of it, that sort yeah. of thing. But there's some other people that are, are more open to that sort of thing, but I'm just not too familiar. Um, but you know, Amazon, you cannot sell CBD. Um, but, yeah. but if you put just, it as hemp, um, if you put it as hemp, you can from last time I saw yeah, yeah, there so. are a lot of people that sell hemp products on Amazon. They don't mention CBD, but yeah, a lot of people say, it. "Well, there's C- there's a lot of CBD and hemp, and there's THC and CBD, and and you know, I'm not too familiar with with all of it. I've looked into it, but I'm not too familiar. Eh, never, you never know. It might be a, an avenue you look at one day. Uh, only reason why I ask is because I have a I have a friend that's still in it, and uh, you know, I wasn't sure if you had messed with that yet. Uh, if you had any insight, but you're kind of in the same position I am, or like, there are certain rules, and of course they change drastically with that with the CBD market. 
Yeah. Uh, so, well, that's cool, man. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on tonight. I'm going to get this thing out um, as, as soon as possible for you and really appreciate, you know, you coming on just to, you know, promote y- yourself, uh, what you offer. I think it is a big opportunity for those of them that are, for those of those, for those businesses out there that need a specialist in what you do, because, you know, I, I've got 10 years of experience in e-commerce almost, and it is imperative that you have somebody that's a professional that knows what they're doing in that industry, be, you know, uh, in the selling side of that industry, because you do it wrong and it screws everything up. Um, so you, you offer a service that I think is vital, especially in what's going on right now. Your services are super vital for people. Um, so I really appreciate you coming on, explaining kind of how these works and, and, and getting, helping people understand. And also, you know, whatever I can do to help you, obviously, is, is, is the most important part. So I appreciate it. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. So uh, this concludes the episode. Again, thanks for, uh, to Joshua for coming on. Uh, if you if you need him, he uh, you're gonna you're gonna back this episode up by a th- two or three minutes, and he gives you all the information. And we will go from there, and, uh, and we'll see you next time on the Constant Networker.